You know what bugs mean? What bugs say? Sometimes people say like the hot water heater. It's like no. <laughs> it's a water heater. <laughs> you wouldn't need a you, heater. You need a hot water cooler. That's what you need. If you're trying it's to like, change, never mind. I just. Okay, I've been recording for a whole minute. Yep. And we haven't done anything. <laughs> it's because we're bad at time management. <laughs> I'm just gonna introduce it and get right into it. Okay, you do that. Well, okay. <laughs> I can't wait to edit this intro. <laughs> I switched between hey and welcome mid-word. Now you know what it's like to be an introvert. Uh, hello and welcome to the 226. I'm John. I'm John. Today we are going to talk about time management. It's a popular subject amongst college students. And yes. the irony of this episode is that we are probably, if you were to take the entire world, or maybe even just college students, yeah, yeah. and pick two people who are the most qualified to talk about time management, it would most certainly not be us. Not in fact, if you pick the two not worst people to talk about this subject, it might be John and one, John. One of us. Yeah. Uh, I'm terrible at it. We're really bad about it with this episode, too. It's taken forever to get to this episode. Yeah. It's been like a week since we last recorded. Yeah, I know. I think a lot of that was due to, like, just being busy with homecoming, I mean, just extra stuff on top, but... Yeah, I mean, adding to time management, I was up till three every night last week. Same. Because stuff happens all the time. Yeah. It never stops. Um, so maybe we should let them know. So... In being with true lack of time management skills, we purposely didn't prepare anything for this episode. Because we figured, well, I mean, yeah, we should probably just do it. So you've, if you've listened to all of the episodes that come before this one, this one might be the worst. It might. It also might be the best. Maybe not best, but insightful. It might be. This is like a glimpse into the mind of people who don't know how to manage their time, but somehow still manage to eventually get things done. Yeah. I guess I'm usually on time with things. People always told me in school, don't procrastinate, right? You get that oh, yeah, in like, yeah. you know, syllabus day in every class you ever took. Mm -hmm. Don't procrastinate. Your project's coming up. You know, I pro procrastinated almost every time. Oh, by and large, yes. And I don't know if that's part of my temperament or if it's just, uh, if it's hereditary, if it's not hereditary. I don't know what causes it if I'm just an awful person. It could be that, but I procrastinate on almost every assignment. Oh, me too. And I, I think I've either gotten used to it or it just uh -huh. is easier for me to do things when I'm actually pushed up against a deadline because then I actually feel the pressure to actually do something. Yes. If I'm not, if I'm working ahead, I just don't have the motivation to do something because yeah. it's just, do I have to do this right now? That's what's going through my head. And I can't, I just can't find usually the, the, whatever it takes to get the thing done. Like it could be oh, a yeah. paper or a final project or an interview. It's usually like, Oh geez, I've got this in uh, about 20 hours. I've got to have this five page paper done. Maybe I should start that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, Oh, I've got two hours to get this five-page picture done. Maybe I should start doing that. And it's like, oh man, I've got 
45 minutes to do this five-page paper. Maybe I should start. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, man, I actually might not get this done. And that's when I have my motivation. Yep. That's when I get started. Yep. And I usually am able to finish it. I guess in high school, I tried to teach myself how to be efficient in the way I did my work so that I was able to get things done very quickly. Yes. But I did not strive to learn the skill of getting things done on like ahead of time. Yeah. So now I'm stuck in this conundrum where I can't do final projects until like the week that they're due. Yep. I think about them, but I just don't actually get started on them. So it's so hard to just sit down and do it. Cause in my mind, there's so many things that come before that, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm never at a place of I'm caught up for the next month. I have <laughs> all this free time to work on something. <laughs> I've caught up for the next month. Like, I don't think that will ever cross my mind. As yeah. e- ever. I'm behind the month. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Like, that's just not how I work. Uh, I just thought, there's a TED Talk about all this, ironically. Ironically. Um, another TED Talk. It is about procrastinators and why people procrastinate. And the dude goes... I forget who gave the TED Talk, but he starts out with a story about how he had this, like, 90-page, like, master's something or giant paper for end of college or something. Yeah. And they're like, okay, like, write a couple pages a week, you know, because then it's, it'll be okay. Yeah. And, stuff. and, like, for the first couple months, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I still got plenty of time. And the classic, you know, you mm-hmm. have 45 minutes to write five pages. Well, he had, he waited so long, he had 48 hours to write 90 pages. He did it. He stayed up. He did it. And he handed it in. And they said, this is the best one they've ever received. They didn't actually say that. He lied to the audience. And they all chuckled. And oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I was going to say, like, <laughs> he is justifying my procrastination no, methods. No, and that's exactly why I said that. Um, but he talked about the minds of procrastinators and how, like, the urge to do something isn't kicked in until this big scary monster says you might not actually get it done and that's when exactly get that's exactly what happens so wait so he handed in the paper that was a true story they just didn't say that yeah. it was the best okay yeah. he did so it was it. an okay paper it was pretty bad it was pretty it's pretty <laughs> awful <laughs> oh man i remember the first time that i procrastinated on a paper yeah it was like a seven pager mm-hmm. and it was due i can't remember what day it was on I think I had to do like an analysis of the book of Hosea or something or Amos for like doctrine one or something, but it was like a seven page paper and I had to have this many sources because everyone's like puts a, puts a number on how many sources you're supposed to have because that'll determine how good your paper is. Anyway. Uh, Anyway. So I, I realized it was the night before and I had to do this and hand it in class the next day. And so I sat down and I was like, I'm just going to do this. And then three hours later, I was done. Wow. And that was the f- when I kind of was able to test my uh, writing ability or my writing speed. Yeah. And realized that I was able to actually write things quickly. But I think my strategy was to think about what I was going to write ahead of time so that by the time I actually sat down and started typing, yeah. I was able to just write the whole thing almost straight through. Yeah. I think if I segment my work, it just gets disjointed, and it's really not that. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as when I just sit down and type the whole thing, even yeah. if it's like an eight-hour, drawn-out, 
process. I have such a hard time segmenting, like you said. Like, yeah, I want my paper or whatever it is to flow. I want it to have a readability to yeah. it. And the best way to do that is just one thought process mm -hmm. sitting down. And then you'll have to go back and do things. Else. And I think some teachers would argue against that because they'd be like, it's going to flow if you make like a, an outline for it and then yeah. and then write you can write whatever pieces as long as the outline matches but i just think when it comes to my vocabulary selection that it's mm -hmm. just it's just easier for me to remember which words i've used before yeah. and which ways i've said things that gives it a good flow yeah. but this also goes to beyond writing papers too just any yeah. kind of homework yeah, um, I have this thing I wrote down in my journal um, from let's see, the fourth month is April. Let's let's do this together. January, February, March, April. 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 Is that what? Thirty days or thirty-one? Oh, it's in the divot, so it's thirty. Thirty. There we go. Okay, so yeah, grade school <laughs> is essential <laughs> for <laughs> podcasts. Anyway, April nineteenth of this year, I'm trying to figure out if I actually procrastinate or if I just have so much to do all the time that I don't have a chance to do anything until right before a due date or a deadline. I still don't know which is true. I would wager I procrastinate for sure. I'm just impressed that you like remembered that you wrote that exact thing and were able was able to like find it. That's why I keep this journal around all the time. Um, but it's honestly a thing because, like, we're both busy people. Like, you work a ton, you go to school, and you yeah. have a ton of interests. And, like, I go to school and I work and I have a ton of interests. <laughs> so we're, like, the same person. Yeah, but completely opposite. Is, yeah. So it's... I still don't know because it's not like I'm just sitting around being lazy. But there's also a place for if I never take a break... Ever, I'm gonna die. <laughs> like, class, say you get up at 6.30, class at 7.30, and then if the entire day I'm just doing things besides like 30 minutes for lunch and dinner, it's just not healthy. Yeah. And uh, so I just still don't, I have a hard time finding a balance between yeah. being personal, not procrastinating, and getting stuff done. So here's kind of like a, a devil's advocate type argument. So if you're suggesting that there should be more time in the day where you're not supposed to do something, mm -hmm. you just like sleep during that time? Maybe. No. <laughs> Possibly. Sometimes. Sometimes. Perhaps, but, but like I'm, I'm trying to think of a time where I'm not doing anything. Because there have been days where I have had zero obligations. Mm-hmm. And especially like during the summertime when I don't have any papers to write or any assignments that are due or any yeah. lab reports to write up, but I have all this time and, you know, maybe some of it's working, but like the whole morning, what do I do during the morning? And I find I'm always doing something. Yeah. So, and it's usually related to one of the passions that I have say it's like racing. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just be doing like researching what's going on in the racing world yeah. or it could be I don't know cleaning my room something yeah. like I'm always I'm always still doing something but yeah. it doesn't seem like it's something I have to do I mean I do I guess I do have to clean my room but That's it's for not, you mom <laughs> shout nice. out <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm the same way because like I'll go on Vimeo or YouTube and start researching like how can I make what I'm about to make better. Yeah. 
Um, or yeah, like music production, like there's always something new to learn there. So you yeah. can like listen to other songs and see if there's any techniques that you can d- deduce from, from that song. Yeah. And try to mimic it or l- at least learn how to, how to attempt it. Yeah. I think that is the biggest thing that gets in the way of me doing things. That was vague. Um, researching how I can better edit or how I can better perform before performing, before saying, I'm going to take everything I've learned thus far and put it into this project. I have a hard time doing that. Okay. Because I know I'm not the best. So I want to learn more. Yeah, you're always trying to make it make it a better product at the yeah. end. But in doing that, I give myself less time to make a product, and then I end up doing it too quickly, usually. Yeah. Whereas segmenting it would be a better option in there. Mm-hmm. Because then I could apply things and such. And, but I hate sitting down at separate times and editing or something. Yeah, you like to be able to just do everything yeah. at one time. Yeah. It's just really hard for me. I wonder if you were to budget your time. This is like one of the strategies that they taught me that I yeah. completely ignored. But it was to block out your day. And I guess I do kind of do it. I just don't write like it down. Mentally, yeah. So I mentally say, this is what I want to get done today. This is what I'm going to get done today. And mm-hmm. this is what I want to get done today. And I'm going to work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I have school as well. Yeah. So usually I do the things that I have to do because, you know, skipping class, like I mean, mm-hmm. I'm paying so much for it. I might as well yeah. at least go. And then work isn't really an option. Like I'm obligated there. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to the homework. And if I'm already exhausted from those other two things, so hard. It's, it's like I need to do this, and I told myself I was going to do it, and I gave myself time to do it. But I just, I just don't want to. <laughs> I just really don't. Yeah. And I usually will start about it or think about starting it. And the nice thing about my program is that a lot of what I do involves just thinking about how I want to approach a situation or a problem, mm-hmm. so I can justify just sitting there and thinking about the problem and maybe doing a little <laughs> yeah. research on it. Like yeah. For class, we're having a, a debate and I have to define things like violence and rights and self-defense, like mm-hmm. what are the limits of those things. And those are very vague in their definitions and they have a lot of different uh, interpretations. So I have to be able to justify and give evidence for whatever definitions I'm, I'm coming up with. Mm-hmm. And I have to think in advance of how someone might like attack that definition and say, hey, no, this is, this is wrong or I have something better. And then I have to be able to counter that as well. So there's a lot of thought that goes into it. Yeah. And so like the little research that you do and you find evidence for whatever you're doing, but a lot of it can be just sitting there thinking critically about what I'm going to talk about on yeah. Thursday. So that's kind of nice. And I can kind of do that in the car when I'm driving too, yeah. but it does get kind of tiring after a while because everything you're doing is something that you have to do. And it's yeah. all, it just, it drags on. So maybe it is that there's just too much on the plate right now. Yeah. I would wager motivation and time management go hand in hand. Oh, I would agree. Um, just if I have no motivation, I'm not going to get anything done. 
Exactly. Yeah, I I'm I think you'd be hard pressed to find a person who is very very good at managing their time, but not motivated at all. Yeah. But and I don't know if that's vice versa because I I feel like a lot of times I'm very motivated to do the work, but not now. <laughs> yeah. I'm motivated in the future. Yeah. Future me is motivated, and present me is super tired see I've got a friend who for the first three years of college like we just always assumed he didn't have any homework um, because he was so good at just getting it done right away and efficiently it was mm-hmm. incredible um, and it was until like past couple of months that I just learned he was really good at getting stuff done mm-hmm. he was good at sitting down getting it out of the way taking a half hour break and then doing more or something and that just blows my mind because like if it's so hard for me to just focus for an hour and a half like my mind is going everywhere yeah um so it's just so commendable to be able to get stuff out of the way be done yeah to the extent that we didn't think he ever had homework <laughs> it's just incredible to me I cannot do that it's not the way I work yeah and I wonder, you know, because now I have, I mean, I'm working two jobs and I'm Mm -hmm. like full class load and also helping out with like cross countries. There's so much to do that I think I'm still efficient in the way I do it. It's Mm -hmm. just when do I actually have the time? And there are some times where it's like, I have the time now, but I could also be sleeping (laughs) or resting. Yeah. And I think it is essential, like you said, you you take like a half hour break, Mm -hmm. and those are like those. That's a worthwhile usage of time. I think is to give yourself that break, especially if you know that's what you need to get through to the next thing. So maybe that's what I'm kind of doing subconsciously. Is like I'm not ready to put 100 percent of myself into this homework right now, or to this Mm -hmm. editing, or to this song. I need to give myself some some space from that and like kind of separate myself from it for just a certain amount of time yeah it's it's a fine line Mm -hmm. and it's the people who know how to walk that line I I envy them really (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually curious to see how this will play out once I actually get into a career because then it'll be very clear what I have to do Mm-hmm. That'll be in front of me all the time. I'll know, you know, if I'm teaching, that'll mean I have to prepare for class. I have to show up at class, teach. And then if there's any assessments that are required for me to grade outside of class time, I would have to do that as well. Yeah. And that's for every class period, all of those things. And then a lot of that probably goes into the summertime too, is that yeah. preparing, especially the first years as a teacher, I'm sure probably a lot goes on in the summer where you're blocking out what you think this semester is going to be like mm-hmm. and then building in room for flexibility and whatnot. But yeah. I'm curious to see if that's less than going to grad school and working two jobs and helping out cross country or if that's actually more and I actually just need to learn how to budget my time for real. Yeah. I've thought about that a lot. Um, that's why I'm so passionate about getting a job that I'm so passionate about. Because mm-hmm. um, then it doesn't seem like work. It's exactly. just you want to do it. You have that intrinsic motivation just mm-hmm. driving. 
So, like, you get stuff done. I'd get stuff done. That's... I want that so badly. <laughs> um, because, like, if I'm not passionate about something, that's where I really don't do it. Um, yeah. So that's where it comes, like, gen eds in school or something that are just menial tasks. Yeah. Those are hard for me to do because I'm, like, what is this doing for me? You're not interested in... Yeah. And that's when I lose time management and end up on YouTube. Do you ever find that even though you're very passionate about something and you have an opportunity to do that, that you're bogged down by other things as well, that you just don't have the motivation to do the things that you love to do? Yes. Because yes. I've had that with, with writing music. Yeah. It's been, I, I actually blocked out a day where I was going to try to make an entire track, which, you know, at that time in my life was something that was so it was it was a big task. Yeah, it was going to take a while, and it took me. I'm getting better at making tracks quicker, but mm -hmm. at that time, that was something that was a day long project was to make this whole thing. Yeah, and then I think I worked like two doubles in a row at the restaurant. Yeah, and then I woke up that morning and I was just bleh. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to. I just didn't have the motivation to do this. Yeah. So maybe I was just overworked and wanted rest. But that's what's sad to me sometimes is that those other things kind of get in the way of the things that you love to do. And I think, you know, if I got, if I ever get in front of a classroom, I hope that's something that I can be passionate about where I'm like, I want to be ready for this class. Like, yeah. This is going to be great. You know, is it always going to be like that? Probably not. But I hope at least, you know, for, for most of the time mm -hmm. I can bring that or at least exemplify that yeah. in some way or always come at it with like a I want to learn something from this I'm gaining from this and enjoy doing it as well but it'll be interesting yeah I think careers will be careers will be much different than school yeah for sure unless you're still in school unless you're still in school unless you're <laughs> unless you're a teacher <laughs> unless you're a teacher <laughs> which it'll be the exact same thing as you've done for 20 years no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's still something I struggle with too. Is do I do I actually want to teach? Is yeah. that something that I'm going to be passionate about for the rest of my life? Because there have been some things that keep coming up and keep coming up over and over and over again, like like racing, car racing. I don't know why, and I can't remember when I when it started to become a passion of mine. But every time I try to take a break from it, it always comes right back into my life. Yeah. And there I am waking up at two in the morning to watch Formula One races from halfway across the world. Mm -hmm. And people are like, what's F1 again? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, you just reminded me of another journal entry. <laughs> um, it was only a page away. Uh, this one, the fourth month, April 5th of 2016 again. Okay. Uh, so this one says, I don't want to have the same career for 45 years. There's so much I would miss if I worked in the same profession for a lifetime. I want to have as many experiences and adventures as possible. That's going to mean dropping one thing and taking up another, which is hard for me. Mm -hmm. This way I could actually teach, band direct, maybe choir direct, and be a photographer, filmmaker. I, that's where I struggle. I have all these passions, mm -hmm. and I don't think there is one job that includes them all to the degree that I would like because that means I would have to be four different people 
I think you messaged me that tonight when we were getting ready for this podcast as you were like, are you going to be off of work before nine o'clock? Because otherwise I need to know if I need to make a clone. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. I almost said, yeah, I'm going to be here till 10. You better clone yourself. <laughs> I think it'd be funny to have you as a guest on your own show. That would be really funny. Also be really freaky. And then I'd want to wake up. I, there shouldn't be two Jonathan's in the world. <laughs> That'd be scary. But I really do understand what you mean about that, though. It's like, I want to be, like, I think if there's, like, ten of me, I would find something different that I could be passionate about oh, yeah. and dedicate a career to. Like, yeah. Even something like childhood dreams, so to speak, like making buildings or being an architect or, like, yeah. being a trained engineer. Yeah, and for me, it was, like, being an astronaut or engineer. Yeah. And- you know, my dad told me, the sky's the limit, John. And my my dreams of being an astronaut were crushed. <laughs> right then and there. <laughs> gone. It was gone. I knew from that moment on that I did not have the potential to be an astronaut. But. So, all these careers, all these things we want to do, how does it relate to time management? I view it as... <laughs> I have so many passions, I've been blessed so much that I need to switch in life in order to get to it all, mm-hmm. because there isn't enough hours in the day for me to manage Yeah. to do it all, Yeah. which is a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's hard to go throughout the day and say, I can't do this passion of mine today. I can't go take star pictures today, even though it's a gorgeous night. Mm -hmm. I have to do this homework. Yeah. And then it's making those priorities and sticking to them. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard for me. I do think once you narrow down something that you're passionate about and say, like, this is what I'm going to commit, you know, my life to. Yeah. And it's not to say that you won't ever touch those other things again. Yeah. But when you say, this is the one that I'm going to focus on, you will be better at that one thing than if you, like, did all, everything at the same time as well. Yep. Because you can only, you can only, so, I mean, if you think of them as, like, little cylinders, you know, that you can fill up with, like, sand or something. Yeah. You can only fill up like one at a time. Yeah. Like there's only one of you. Yeah. And if you focus on one, you can you can grow in that one so much more. Yeah. But you do like to have those other ones on the side that you can always mm-hmm. you know go back to and enjoy again as well. Exactly. Uh, a little bit of gear switch. I think we've mainly talked about short-term time management. Long-term. Long-term. I. I would wager, I would argue, that I'm a better long-term planner than I am short-term. What makes you say that? Um, okay, so strictly, like, camera speaking, mm-hmm. I'm always planning, like, what's the next step in photography for me? What's the next step in video for me? What's the next big project? And then making plans to get that project done. If it's a personal project, I usually accomplish it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got a personal project that I'm going to release in May that I'm already starting and realizing what I have to do and writing and stuff for. Um, so that's... Is that like a know. subtle plug for a little for bit. thing you made? A little bit, we'll see. There are just some... I like making long-term plans. I bought a nice notebook so I could start writing all these big yeah. ideas and plans in. 
so I could start getting stuff done and achieve these bigger goals. I think even in this podcast, we're better long-term planners. Like we even spent a good hour today before this talking about season two, which is like half a season away. Yeah. And just the different improvements that we're going to make and even, you know, making a, uh, I think we can announce like an intro video for yeah, there'll for be an season intro two. video. There for will be two. an intro video for season two, and it's gonna kind of combine the different talents that we have, kind of showcase those just as a fun little project, while also launching into a new season with a slightly different look, slightly different feel, a yeah. little better quality, kind of uh, moving up from the things that we've learned from this one. So. Uh, long-term planning is maybe a little easier because it's easier to talk about something that you're going to do in the future than at least for me than to do something right now oh yes yes it's easy to say we're going to get better microphones mm -hmm. then let's do my homework <laughs> they're both things that i need to do and it's easier to easier said than done i think is oh, yeah. maybe why long-term planning at least for me is yeah a little easier maybe for you as well I would agree um, just with the exact same example like let's get microphones then all of a sudden like okay let's research microphones let's do all this mm -hmm. and I love researching things, oh yeah so I'm just gonna go wholeheartedly into that whereas yeah. homework is this thing that I have to do yeah um, so like have to one two two huge things very different in the time management world because the things I want to do all of a sudden there will be time for it mm-hmm and that time should be in the have to do yeah. spot. If you think of it as like a counterbalance. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, the one, twos just crushes and hits the ground. Yeah. And what you said earlier about gen eds or classes or homework where you, doesn't, you feel like it's a, I have to do this and mm -hmm. it drags you down. That's an interesting thing to keep in mind as a teacher as well when you're assigning homework. Yeah. Is, you know, if I ever teach, it'll probably be in a math situation. Mm -hmm. Math is almost universally, at least in America, the favorite subject of all the students. I'm just kidding. It's not. It's really not. It's not at all. Most people hate math. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I wanted to be a math teacher is because I thought it was interesting and it applied to a variety of different situations. So my goal as a teacher is to make it applicable, immediately applicable. Yeah to whatever students are passionate about, where they can go home and I have to do my math homework right now. What does that entail? And it involves something that they're actually interested in. And that's not gonna be an easy task. So keeping that in mind at least, hopefully will we'll bring about some kind of change where like, oh, I can do this fun thing that I like to do and also get my homework done at the same time and also learn how to do the Pythagorean theorem. I don't know. like. Yeah. I think it's possible to incorporate all those things together. It's just how you do it. That's yeah. the trick. With that same education standpoint, I think it is vitally important to teach time management skills, but then mm -hmm. give students time to practice them. Yeah. And say, you have 20 minutes to do this. What are you going to do? Yeah. Are you going to go and back and you're going to do random stuff you don't have to? Or are you going to get your homework done? Mm hmm um, and Interesting. Uh, like even in third grade, you could start teaching that mm -hmm. because there's so many activities around the classroom that kids can do now. Yeah. All these stations, or they can get their homework done so they have more time to play at home. 
Yeah. And I wonder, the friend that you spoke of, mm -hmm. if... I wonder if... I mean, I'm pretty sure he didn't come to college and then all of a sudden just learn how yeah. to do all of this. Probably something that was instilled at a younger age and that mm -hmm. he was able to work on. Maybe even in high school, I think is where they tried to, like, yeah. tried to teach me time management. Like with study halls and such. Yeah. And I usually then, I did get my stuff done. Yeah. And it usually wasn't during study hall. <laughs> Here's, here's my problem. I never had a study hall. So maybe That's, uh, I just never taught myself time management in skills. In high school, I had two hours of study hall every night. Oh, from wow. From 7.30 to 9.30. Wow. And oftentimes, I did not study. <laughs> oftentimes, I was either finished with whatever studying I had or mm -hmm. wasn't motivated enough. And I was able to do well in school without doing that studying. So yeah. maybe if it was... Maybe if I struggled more, I'd be more motivated to to do more studying or manage my time better. But even now, I'm not finding that the classes are incredibly difficult or challenging to the point where I am struggling with the assignment. Like, I'm not pushed into that frustration zone yeah. often yeah. in the comfort zone for all of my homework. So maybe that's the, maybe that's the, the trick, is I need to be pushed to do things more push to do that's things that are more difficult yeah so you're yeah you just need to be pushed and that's what's going to give you more motivation because often those assignments are the ones that you're motivated to do yeah because you got to get to it yeah even those like projects that are passions of yours are easier to get to when it's a monumental task like the remember we made a rap battle I think we've talked about it once or yeah, twice yeah maybe but I put what 150 hours of editing into that over yeah. the course of through all your month. sound design and yeah visual oh, yeah. editing and then the stuff that goes into the beforehand yeah too. like that was huge like making the song recording the vocals editing it all together mastering it sending it through to other places recording all of the video which involves a lot of planning beforehand yes. yeah working the green screen, learning how to use a green screen. Ironing a green screen. Ironing a green screen at like midnight. Yeah. But see all the, that was all together was one huge task and it was really fun to put together. Yeah. Like I enjoyed it. It was exhausting, but I, I it was worthwhile yeah, for sure. Totally. Whereas if you said my project is going to be uh, use this green screen and record whatever you want on top. I probably wouldn't have been as excited. No. no. So maybe putting all those things together. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we might also be different than a lot of other people too. Whereas we both feel like we struggle with time management. I wonder what it would be like to interview your friend who is very much on top of it. Yeah. This, kind of, this whole podcast is like a plea for help. <laughs> but I'm not... See, I, that's, the, that's the other interesting thing is I'm not really struggling. I'm not finding that I'm not finishing assignments. I mean, yeah. Every once in a while I'll have something late because I either wrote down the date wrong or it got moved and I wasn't paying attention or every once in a while. But for the most part, I get things done and I do them fairly well. Yeah. At least that's like... That's what my grades are indicating and how I feel about the class, yeah. like the feedback that I'm getting is not that 
this was really subpar work again. Like, yeah. It was just like, oh, that was good, that's good. So I don't know. See, I want to be better at time management. I hate that I'm not good at it. And I think it's just something that is so ingrained in me that it's hard to change. Mm -hmm. It's like changing one of it's changing personality almost because it goes along with that a little bit. Yeah. And I have no idea how to do it besides I, just doing it. I do recall there have been two times in my life where I have actually made a list of things I need to do. And if you know me, I never make lists, uh, ever. <laughs> it's never like, oh, what am I going to do today? Like, I'll mentally maybe think about what I'm going to do. Yeah. But it's never actually physically sit down and make a list of all the things. Mm-hmm. At least for organizational purposes, I have to do this. Maybe I'll make a list if it's like, like in the video, like it's like a checklist yeah. for like making Shots this. That's different, but but when it comes to like things I have to do, homework, this, this form, this form, more homework, go to work, do this, get this, you know, go to the bank, get this yeah. store, like all, I've never make lists of things to do. Yeah. Never have had to, and I have done it twice. Two times in my life where I was Maybe, I, I guess you could say the word stressed. I don't like to use that word. It's a dangerous word. It is. It's uh, I mean, that's a whole other podcast, I think, is that's stress fine. and stress management. Also, Ted talks about that. Yeah. Maybe we just found our topic for next time. I think podcast. we just did. So we'll talk about stress next time. <laughs> this is related to time management, is that I was so much under the deadline that I felt the need to write everything that I needed to do down and then I don't know if it's just the psychological I can see this all being move on. crossed yeah. off or I can see the finish line Yeah, that helped me get through that but only two times in my life and one of them was right before I started grad school there was just so much that I needed to do with classes and registration and figuring out things at work and finances yeah and then the other time, I think, was actually uh, during the end of my last year in college. I was going to say, I could remember one time where I saw you making a list. Like, you showed me because it was a monumental occasion. I can't remember. Do you remember what it was? I can't remember. No, I remember it was on a tiny little piece of notebook paper. <laughs> that's all I've got. <laughs> that's how... That's how... <laughs> I'm a visual memory person. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how... Uh, <laughs> committed I was to making this list. It wasn't like this brand new fresh piece of paper. I think it was like a piece of scrap paper yeah. that I put in my pocket and then started writing. Yeah. You know, maybe there's been three times, but it was, it's a very, very few. But I did find that writing everything that I had to do down mm -hmm. and then seeing it all be checked off was very helpful. And then yes. even being able to put things on there that I didn't think I would be able to get to right away like those long-term things? Yes. Like, maybe I still had to do it, but it wasn't immediate. All of that was helpful, and I did eventually get to everything on that yeah. list. Which is great. It's a great feeling. I do remember now, it was coming into the first year of grad school, was also moving into this, this apartment here. Yeah. And one of the things on the list was to make the desk that I have in my studio. And so 
even that getting all the different parts for it designing it everything like that all had yeah. to get done that was just like one tiny piece of like getting everything ready to move into this place yeah and i guess do i have to have a desk like that now but, but it's I super cool to. i did one day it kind of feels desk. like i'm at a spaceship now so yeah uh, definitely worth it i might i actually might try starting that again is just for just even if it's just for school things is to say like here are all the different projects that I have to finish or all the different pieces of homework because at least at the level of school I'm at I know all of the assignments that I'm going to have yeah. already it's already it's blocked out for it's you. all blocked out I just have to do it yep. so I might try writing that down and then seeing how that works if that helps motivate me to do things see here's the thing I don't know why this book hasn't come up. Um, this book, me, my journal, and mm -hmm. so in the back are all these thoughts I have, and yeah. I've shared two of those. Um, in the front is all these lists of things I have to do. Um, and I started this last year at the beginning of the school year, mm -hmm. and it helped me get stuff done, like big time. The thing is, sometimes just seeing everything I have to do is incredibly intimidating for me. <laughs> um, so I kind of got away from it this school year, and it's definitely shown, it's really shown in me getting stuff done. Um, so lists help me for sure. Maybe segmenting them and giving yourself different deadlines for all the things Yeah, is helpful. I know that's what I did when I had all of the, the things for, for school coming into the, that first year is I knew when I had to have each thing done and that helped me prioritize which one I would do right away. Yeah. And then I could kind of, you know, forget about this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, prioritizing and lists for me are huge challenges. I know that. Like, it's just who I am. I like to think I'm self-aware. I know what my <laughs> issues are. <laughs> it's just fixing them. <laughs> I think, I, I feel like I can prioritize well. I mean, even as a server, you've got five different tables and you're at a different stage in the dining process for each one. Mm -hmm. You've got a checklist of things you need to do. You know, you've got to drop off the check for this table, take the order for this table, run food to this table, get drinks for this table, get refills for this table, and then try to create an environment where it's enjoyable while they're waiting for their food yeah. for this table. And I can generally figure out which of those is most important. And sometimes you have to choose which people you're going to get more angry, yeah, which yeah. is the unfortunate thing. Yeah. But oftentimes, like in that situation, I'm able to to choose a route that that uh, or choose my priorities in a, in a way that is efficient and gets things done in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. It's just when it comes to real life, I know which things I have to do, but not having to do them, like I don't have to do it right now. Remember you're efficient you don't you can do that tomorrow yeah <laughs> and if there's uh, if there's ever that time where oh, i can always push it off and do it this time instead then it's like oh i'm free from responsibility mm -hmm. yeah but this year is becoming a lot harder to do that because i don't even have time to to do it in the future so i'm having to do it all yeah. kind of right away yeah. but it's like by the time i get to think about the assignment i have to be doing it and it has to be done so yeah. Yep, I, hmm. Here's an idea. I just need help. <laughs> How about we both start making lists again? And it could be for the podcast, for photography, audio, 
for school. Yeah. Probably mostly for school. But we can try making these lists and using them. And then towards the end of the season, we're planning having an episode that kind of sums up the first season. Yeah. And we can talk about this again and say, how does this, how has this helped? Yes. I think that we might be maybe better at time management. Yes. As that goes on for the next few weeks, I think, before we'll finish this season. So yeah. 15 episodes this season. And we're on like eight or nine right now. This is so nine. Episode nine. Episode nine. So we've got. So that's something we can hold ourselves to. Yeah. Two weeks of lists. making lists. And I'm going to try to experiment. I'm going to try to experiment, that is, with uh, different ways that I can organize the list so yeah. that I can prioritize things easier. And we'll see how it works. I'm going to try to set achievable items on my list mm -hmm. instead of just titling the project yeah. and saying this, I think, subpoints of that project. Yeah, I've done that too. Like, I remember I had a portfolio. You'll probably have to do mm -hmm. a portfolio before you graduate. And there's 10 different parts of this portfolio, but each has their different subparts. Yeah. And so, like, having all those listed down, too, it's much easier to cross something off when you have smaller things or smaller yeah. tasks segmented out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I do recall a book that I heard about, I haven't read yet. But it's something that I thought was very interesting. It's called the 80-20 principle. Okay. And it was... Uh, actually, I think I had a, a class project on time management, which is really ironic. It really is. But we were interviewing different professors about time management, and one of them said there was this book called the 80-20 principle. And he said, you know, I was super busy at the time. I had a lot of stuff going on as I was reading this book, and... What I did is I just typed out on a computer any possible thing that I could think of to do. All of these things that I could possibly do, like everything that could be on my plate at this time. Mm -hmm. It was like about 10 different pages of all these things. And you roughly prioritize yeah. them. Like, you know, like paying the bills, that's probably up there. Yeah. You know, preparing for class, that's up there. You know, maybe reading this other book mm -hmm. that someone recommended to him or something probably not on that list. So he roughly prioritized that and he took the last eight pages of this list and he just deleted it. Just deleted What? It. Just gone. What? And he said it was the most relieving thing in his life. It was just all of that was off the plate. Don't have to do it. And I'm just going to keep this 20. Oh my goodness. So I don't know. There's probably, if I feel like right now in my life, if I were to prioritize and make 10 pages of things to do, I'd have to do eight pages of it. Yeah. It's like just essential that I get those eight pages mm -hmm. done. So I don't know if I have the freedom to do that, but he said the best work usually comes from that 20%. That's really interesting. So I might what do, do you some, put in that 20%. Yeah. What do you put in that 20%? Oh. 20% of your time is used at maximum efficiency, something like that. And you just, there's a tons of different areas in where this 80-20 principle applies. Yeah. What's 20% of a day? Uh, let's see, 24 oh, hours. You're making me do math. 24 um, hours. Podcast again. So 10% of 20 out oh, 24 hours is to, is, oh wow, math is hard. Math is hard. 
ten percent of twenty-four hours is two point four hours. So twenty point four of an hour. So is, that's about five hours a day. Yeah, about five hours. Just under five. So four point eight. Just, so, just under five. It sounds like how much sleep I get a night. Just kidding. So four point eight hours. It's like six and a half hours. <laughs> so like, for someone still in school, is that four point eight hours still in the school hours? I'm not sure. Is it post-school? Is it a mix? I'm gonna... I think I'm gonna have to look up this principle more. It I might even be a general it. principle that applies to things more than just time management. But I just bought a book. <laughs> Shoot. I have to read this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I want to get better at is when I... Especially when I get more time, uh, maybe next semester, is I can block out. I want to read for this amount per day. Yeah. It really helps. Because I've done that. But yeah, I, I think making these lists is going to be interesting. Yeah. And then even adding to that theme of like using this podcast as a way for personal growth. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out two weeks from now as we're wrapping it up for this yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Maybe Curious three weeks from now. We'll see how our time management goes. <laughs> so, so, so meta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like what, did you ta- what did you take away from this podcast? You know, I remember, I can't remember, maybe end of summer, beginning of summer, we were messaging each other. I think you were already back in Wisconsin and I was still here. Mm -hmm. And maybe you were talking about all the different editing things that you were in the middle of. And I, I remember, I think it was even a Snapchat, it said, here's to always having something on your plate but always seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. So regardless of how much it sucks, having to manage your time amongst all these different passions and necessities of life, I think trying to keep the the end in sight is a good goal, but it's also a blessing to have all these things on my plate as well to get to choose from. I think some people might not have that opportunity, so I just don't want to take that for granted either. And... Maybe that's a toast to live by as well. So a toast of the artist. Yes. Of the artist. I think what about we should you? Do, uh, I like that a lot because I've kept that in mind. Yeah. Ever since you said that. Um, I don't even know where that came from either. Random inspiration for the day. That was. It's a really good line. So let's just leave it with that. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Tomorrow morning, I believe we're going to record another podcast, and then that one will be about stress and stress management going on our management theme for these two episodes guess so guess so Uh, so this has been John and John and the 226 thanks for watching peace